The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. We're going to cause trouble. Scott Farrell is calling the shots from the sideline. We're going to make fun of people. We're going to hurt people's feelings. It's Farrell on the bench. I believe in whipped cream with everything. Well, on the bench in the biggest way possible, hanging out of bed, seat, broken, bad, I bought a bad, out of suit, bad, out of bad, day, bad, law, bad, do, bad, 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 blah, 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 blah. We are live in the Magic City Studios in the brother place of running across the river through the woods where Granny loves a couple tokes of the milk bone before she goes to bed in New York City. The Big Apple. Ooh. People dressed in plastic bags, ready to travel, some kind of fashion show. All right, Carver High. Uh, I know you're uh, hanging out. It's a rough night for the boys tonight at the uh, Belmont Barn and at the PPG. Uh, I told you today on Coast to Coast, I won't be surprised at all if the Penguins take the uh, smoke crackin' lightly and mess around oh. with them, and they uh, got beat in overtime. And the Islanders really? lost to the Kings. A bad night for us. Yeah, I saw the uh, the last two periods of the Islander game. They didn't play well at all. Uh, they didn't actually start to like generate any offense until there was 10 minutes left in the game, which doesn't really work well for you. You can't go the first 50 minutes and not do anything. I was looking in on the Penguins. I saw Malkin put them ahead early yep. in the third. I did not go back One to zip. it, so the Kraken tied that up, huh? The Kraken ended up tying Tied it up wow. and then beat them. Wow. The Rangers uh, lost, too. Bad night all around in the in the Metro Division. Yeah, and and the and just losing money, bleeding money. But I'm mm. uh, making it back in the NBA. Uh, but here's what happened in that Penguin game: Larson with the overtime winner for the Smoke Kraken. Mm. And um, I think uh, in terms of who tied it up, like this thing's just driving me nuts. McCann tried it up. Uh, wasn't wow. he the old Penguin? Yes. McCann tied it up at 16.04 with four minutes left. And then um, that was it. So they tied it. Then they beat him a minute 17 into the overtime. So that was highly unfortunate. That just did not go well. The Rangers were up two zip and they got whacked 5-3. And then uh, your uh, Islanders lose 3-2. to two. Uh, and the Kings have won two of three. And I told you about this guy, right? Uh, Quentin Byfield, yeah. number two pick in the 20 draft. He had a goal. First of his He's career. dangerous. Yeah, Was that the first one of his career? Yeah, I, yeah, I sure believe was. so. I believe so, yes. From, from Dusty Brown, your boy Dustin Brown. And, uh... 
I can't even begin to try to pronounce that guy's name. A- Athena, what is it? Oh, Athanisu, yeah. Athanisu, he had a goal from Dowdy and Dusty. Dowdy's uh, 1,000 game tonight, scored, too. But who's yeah. that? Drew Dowdy's 1,000th NHL game tonight. Yeah, they all wore Drew Dowdy uh, masks with his, uh, you know, smile with no teeth. <laughs> did you see that? I did not. They got off the team bus and they all were wearing these masks with him with two teeth in his mouth and the rest all empty. Welcome to our radio affiliates to the program on a thirsty Thursday night. Uh, it's Sirius XM, channel 159, Mightier 1090 ESPN Radio in San Diego. Near to you wanna do you wanna. Sports Map Radio Network, Sports Byline, USA. Ron Barr and company up in San Fran City. And armed forces all over the globe. Hoorah, so the hoorah. So, uh, the, you know, in terms of other games, I mean, I want to get them uh, going. I, I want to let them know what we're doing here tonight. D-Lo from 30, no. And Edwards pulls up. Now, I think he's just going to have a monster game. Me to do. And here he is driving. Oh, driving right to the 10. Dishes for the clean three from the corner. Nice play by Edwards. First time I've seen him have an assist uh, all year. Uh, anyway, uh, the Ducks beat the Canadians 5-4. Canes 3-2 in a shootout over the Senators. Hit both of those. Hit the Lightning 3-2 over the Devils. Hit the Panthers over the Knights. Uh, lost the Islanders. Lost the Rangers. Lost the Penguins. Drag. I'm on the Blues. They're up 4-1 over the Flames in the third. Canucks 4-1 over the Jets in the third. I'm going to lose that. And I got the Predators going in Edmonton. They're 1-1 in the second. Any of that surprise you? I was watching uh, your boy uh, Goldie on ice tonight in the Ooh, Panthers. Ooh, Goldie. I was watching. Legend. You know, that's why Barkoff with a shorty. Mm. I heard him call that goal. And then his boy Randy Moeller had some funny line. I forget what it was. Uh... What did he say? Hold on to your. He said something like, "Hold on to your head." Uh, like, like what is a? Uh... Oh God, it was so funny what he said. <laughs> something about like you know the Amish chick wears that hat on her head. He he busted off like a really funny line about like a nun or something, or a, like an op like the hat they wear. Hold on to your. <laughs> It was something hilarious. I almost fell over when I heard it. But uh, we would never make fun of anyone, including nuns no, or no. Amish people. Not on no. this program. But they do it in uh, hockey games down in uh, Florida, apparently. I'm not having it. I'm going to look into that. I'm going to investigate it. Minnesota out of the gates, 8-3. I got them tonight in six and a half, Carver High. Hoping they give the uh, Warriors a game tonight. It's a chase. The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, 
Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Meet Stacy. Stacy's on the hunt for a new pair of trendy glasses. Call me picky, but I just can't find the one. Luckily for Stacy, Walmart Vision has virtual try-on. Now she can try on hundreds of frames virtually, then upload her prescription and get new glasses delivered right to her door. Really? <laughs> yeah, really. Well, the hunt just took a turn for the better. Buy your next pair of glasses with virtual try-on from Walmart. Welcome to Easy Eye Care. Welcome to your Walmart. Restrictions apply. See walmart.com for details. So I saw um, these fans. Did you see them get ejected from that Sixer game tonight, uh, messing with Mello? I did not see that, no. So what happened was, with about six and a half minutes left in the game, Mello just was in the game. He was I, – I, I think they were – like, I could be wrong, but I could have sworn they were defending. They were on the defensive end, maybe. What's the difference? All I know is right in the middle of the game – he just walked right over beeline to the stands near midcourt. And there were these two asshats giving him the business. And he literally got in both of their faces and was like going at it. And they were pointing their fingers in his face and they were giving him the business. And he wasn't having it. And he called over security. And then he went and stood in the corner on the court as they kicked him out. And these two idiots, you know, turned it into look at me, right? They were laughing. They thought it was funny. They looked like such losers. I mean, these two clowns. And they were like in their 40s, maybe early 50s, these two. They were older dudes. They were like at least 45, May, you know, somewhere like that, right? And um, like one of them was wearing like a Sixers jacket, I'm pretty sure. And then the other one was just normal. But they, they were giving him the business. Then they were when they were getting ejected, they thought it was really funny. They were laughing and, get you know, giving the security guys the business. And the security guys were like, here's what's, here's what's happening. You're leaving. You're leaving. There was like five security dudes. One of them weighed 300 pounds. I mean, it was over. They were like, you're leaving. Watch this. You're leaving. Then on the way out, another guy started pointing his finger in Mello's face. A guy on the floor in the front row, down in the corner, started giving him the business. And they threw his ass out, too. <laughs> Just for even talking to Mello. They threw his ass out, too. All three of them got tossed. And uh, what I saw, this is what I saw. I saw him, I read his lips, and I think they said something about his wife and children. Ooh. He said, you're not going to talk about my wife and kids. Not on my time. And that was it. Like, I saw him. You're not talking about my wife and kids. I saw his mouth say it right out of it. I was like, I can read lips. I really look good today. I look real good today. I look real good today. I look real good today. 
Have you seen that commercial, Carver High, with the fat kid riding on his uh, BMX bike <laughs> around the neighborhood? <laughs> Have you seen it? And he's go he's going in circles with a long battery life. It's for uh, an iPhone. And the kid all day long goes one mile an hour riding around, and he's like 200 pounds. But he's on a B BMX bike, and he's pimping in, like, Vans clothes. Like, he's pimping, like, you know the checkered Vans shoes? He's got, like, a checkered sport coat and pants on, like, like sweats. And he is absolutely pimping. Thing. And the whole commercial, all it does is go, I look real good today. <laughs> I look real good today. And they just show this kid going around in circles, checking out chicks in the neighborhood, and dudes working on their motorcycles, and he never goes faster than two miles an hour. And it is just the coolest commercial ever, SoCal style. Some kid just low riding in his neighborhood. I love that commercial, at least for the next couple of days. But anyway, Mello got, got into it with fans tonight, and he was wow. like, you're not talking about my wife and kids. Not on my watch. And he was, Mello was livid. And uh, they tossed him. Here's the new deal in the NBA. If you're a fan and you go to the game and you, you get into it with a player, you're leaving. <laughs> you're, you're leaving the arena. Well, we've and, seen and multiple people thrown out. I mean, we've seen a lot of this this year. Uh, on several occasions of people getting ejected in that front row. I mean, you remember those got the, the people in India. your mouth and, I remember and upset LeBron, a player. If you upset LeBron a player, had, it's over. <laughs> where LeBron had him thrown out in Indiana. I remember that was in Indiana where LeBron had a couple people thrown yeah. out in the front row. It's uh, it's happened a lot. They're just, it's obvious that Silver's not going to have it. He's not going to have fans uh, being rude to players. They're just not having it. You you do not have the right as a fan to go to a game and you have all the right in the world to scream and yell and say you suck and all the rest. That's fine. You suck. You're terrible. You're atrocious. You can't hit a shot. You fat ass, whatever. But you start getting personal. You start getting dirty. You you get uh, raunchy, you know, dropping F-bombs. You're done. You're you're getting tossed. It don't matter how much your ticket was, a thousand dollars. You're going. You're going, and you'll be lucky if you don't go in the back of a police car. If because a lot of times they'll just kick them out of the arena. You're done. Good night. If you're bad enough, you're going in a cop car, and you're never going to another NBA game. Ever. And that's just the bottom line, Carver. You know it's true. If you, it is true. If you upset that league enough, you will never attend another NBA game as long as you live. That, and that's, very true. that's some serious and, stuff. I mean, it's and it's funny stuff. because we had, uh, you know, we've talked about these instances tonight with Melo and the LeBron one. But meanwhile, you had Kyrie last week get into it with the people in Cleveland. And he's the one who got fined. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Do it with the people in Cleveland. Because he was using foul language. Yep. They're not having the foul language card. They're just not having it. This guy, Adam Silver. You know, I got to tell you, I, I thought today um, on Coast to Coast, I, I brought up a really good point. Um, you know, not buttering my own bread, but I am buttering Boccaccia bread. Uh, when I said that the, I think the NBA's years, light years ahead of the NFL in terms of um, dealing with, you know, opportunities and success and, you know, elevation of careers for blacks and people of color and 
the in general, in my opinion, the black player. Uh, I believe you know the league is you know massively predominantly black. Obviously, duh. But but to the extent of I'm talking about jobs, big jobs, player development, GMs, yeah. presidents. Uh, you know, you name it. Right? There's a lot of blacks and people of color and women and everything else. There's jobs galore, galore for them in the NBA. And in the NFL, Carver High, there's like few and far between. I mean, absolutely. First of all, I mean, there are there are people of color in positions uh, in the NFL in front offices and, you know, in, in on teams. Fair enough. But when you start talking about uh, power, like head coaches and uh, GMs and presidents of uh, football operation type jobs, uh, ownership. I mean, there's not one black owner in the NFL. They're talking about Denver, this Robert Smith guy buying the Broncos. I'm sure um, over all the rich billionaire white people's dead body, they'll let that happen. But I think it would be the best thing that ever happened to the NFL if they got a black owner in Denver, to be honest with you, because uh, I think the league is, and I, you know, I can sit here all day if you want and show examples of how, I mean, there's no blacks and I'm not uh, on a rooftop shouting here, trying to save the world. I'm just saying the disparity between the leagues is it's just absolutely dynamic and drastic it's enormous one league is ahead of its time the nba and the nfl is still in the 50s and 60s when it comes to uh people of color that's all there is to it i want to get carver high's opinion of it when we come back on the bench ah the sweet sound of sports you love from sling the collide of football pads the squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Meet Stacy. Stacy's on the hunt for a new pair of trendy glasses. Call me picky, but I just can't find the one. Luckily for Stacy, Walmart Vision has virtual try on. Now she can try on hundreds of frames virtually, then upload her prescription and get new glasses delivered right to her door. Really? <laughs> yeah, really. Well, the hunt just took a turn for the better. Buy your next pair of glasses with virtual try-on from Walmart. Welcome to Easy Eye Care. Welcome to your Walmart. Restrictions apply. See walmart.com for details. All right, uh, for all the bench. So, Carver High, uh, you heard what I said about the NBA. It's, it's flourishing uh, for blacks. And the NFL isn't. 
Uh, it certainly is not. Uh, and it has been that way for, I mean, forever, I guess, at this point, we could say. It's, it really is ridiculous. And, and, and it, you're already seeing it again. And we talk about this every January when we sit here and, you know, oh, they're interviewing this guy and they're interviewing that guy and they're, um, you know, this guy's going to get interviewed. Oh, no, this guy's definitely getting a job this time. And it never happens. And sure enough, there's 32 of these jobs, right, head coaches. There was only three African-American head coaches in the NFL this season. Two of them got fired. Well, Cully got fired. Uh, and Flores got fired. So two of them got fired. That leaves just Tomlin. There's nine jobs open. How many are going to get filled by... And everybody's interviewing the same people. Everybody's interviewing Leslie Frazier. Everybody's inter- interviewing uh, Byron Leftwich, Todd Bowles. How many of them are going to get hired? You said it to Kaplan today. One? What do you think? One? You know? It's nonsense at this point. I think there's only three African-American general managers in the league. So, um, you know, it's just, it, it seems to never change. And they, and they always give you these, well, we're going to update the Rooney rule. And we're going to, uh, you know, we're going to give you draft picks uh, for developing African-American front office and coaches and all. None of it works. It's the same story every year. Every year. So uh, look, at the, look at the list, right? Uh, right now, like... Um... Uh, D'Amico Ryan's right. He's one. Uh, Raheem Morris, right? Yep. Leslie Frazier, Todd Bowles, Bienemy, and Brian Leftwich. How many times have we heard in the last two years that Eric Bienemy is going to be the next guy to well, get a head coaching job? And he you me, know, has uh, been literally now. You're looking at like 15 openings in two years. So at he, least, at least 15. Nine this year, at least uh, f- six last year, at least. Yeah. So, how many of them did he get? Nine's a lot for this year. Like you usually, it's usually not this high. This is a lot of openings uh, this cycle. Well, but, but that's that. But that, but that bemoans the fact even right. more that it's <laughs> there's nine openings now, and there'll be at best one at now, best. Let me let me throw this to you because somebody mentioned this the other day and I thought about it for a little while and I was like, you know what? You might be onto something here. Um the enemy hasn't interviewed for any of these jobs. None of them. All these jobs that have been opened, Eric Bienemy, who interviewed for a lot of jobs the last few years, has interviewed for none this year. So, so what's he finished? So well, he's no, finished as a, I, well, as a candidate for a head coach. No, this is what the person uh this is what was said and, and I thought about it. I was like, you might be onto something there's a maybe Andy Reid, if they win a Super Bowl this year, maybe Reid's walking away or something. Maybe that, and Bianami knows he's getting the chief you job. Know, you're you're probably right because he can barely walk. I'm and he, and look, he's, he's had obviously he's had a lot of trouble with his family off the field. That's probably, you know, worn on him a lot. There's no question about that. Right. Um, if he if he got a second Super Bowl and he rode off into the sunset. Maybe Bianami's not interviewing for any of these jobs because he knows he's taking over for Andy. You're probably right. Who told you that? Uh, we, we, we was on. The, we were me and Joe were talking about it. I forget who was with us the other day. It was either Kurtz or Wetzel or somebody was with us and and brought that up. 
Um, and I thought about it. I said, that's, that's really not that far off because it's weird that he hasn't interviewed for any jobs. Very weird. Yeah. But um, what's even weirder is that he's interviewed for all those jobs last year and got none of them. Right. And you know what's funny? Here's, here's another point for you. The NFL is notorious. I mean, absolutely, to this minute, to this very minute, is notorious for hiring great assistants or or just assistants in general. Assistant coaches in general all become head coaches, the good ones. If you're a good assistant coach, you are, you know, you are in line to be a head coach as sure as I'm sitting here. Offensive coordinators, defensive coordinators. I'm talking about, you know, coordinators. Like, if you're a good coordinator and you're the head guy on defense, special teams, that's what, you know, uh, John Harbaugh was a special teams coach. Yeah. If you're a good coordinator at, at your job, you're the coordinator on whatever it is, NFL team, you're in line for head coaching interviews. And jobs and if you're a good black coordinator you're not getting shack yep you're not getting anything you're getting a, a phony interview that they have no intention whatsoever of hiring you they're just interviewing you because of the rooney rule that's it's it. all an act it's all an act it's all uh phony and it's all bs and you know those brothers are going out to dinner and talking about that when it's over, when they go out after, you know, uh, I could just see it now. Uh, Frazier, Bowles, you know, yeah. they hook up, go have a tomahawk, and they spend an hour and a half talking about how, well, you knew you weren't getting that job yeah. because it's all fixed. It's all phony. I mean, these billionaire white boy country club owners want nothing to do with black head coaches. And that's all there is to it. I'm done listening to all the rhetoric and all the other, you know, nonsense. And this guy was the guy who was qualified. Today, uh, Adam Kaplan came on my show and said that the reason why they don't hire him is because they don't have enough information on them. That they don't have enough background information on them. And I'm like, you sound like the, you know, I didn't say it, but I was like, you sound like the guy, uh, the billionaire white club, you know, country club owner that just they got to come up with some excuse why they don't hire him. It's They interview him for the Rooney role, but they don't hire him because they, that's a good one. We don't have enough information on him. We don't know enough about him. How do you not know enough about Frazier or Bowles or Biennemi or Ryan's or Morris? Uh, you know, honestly, I mean, or Leftwich. How do you, how do you not know enough? But I, but I also said to you this week that Leftwich is getting a lot of credit. Yeah. Where, and, and the same goes for Bruce Arians. I'll just put him in that. I'm gonna right. put him right in that in that realm. Bruce Arians, in my opinion, is is a you know I think he's been a a you know a relatively certainly good coach in the yeah. NFL, right? He's a, he's a relatively good coach for sure. And I say that relatively because I don't think he's a great coach. I think 
he's been around winners his whole yep. career. The Steelers with the Super Bowls. And then he was around Tom Brady. If that guy thinks for one minute that we're believing that Blaine Gabbert or this other clown they got. Who's the other one? Uh, Kyle Trask. Uh, the kid Florida. Trask. Yeah. Kid from Florida. I yeah. mean, they have. They will win eight games if a miracle on 34th Street at Christmas if Santa Claus blesses them. Because they're not winning eight games with either one of those guys. Well, they won't win eight games. No way. They're, they're going to go seven and nine. He ain't winning with them. And you know what? It's all it's going to do is expose his ass because he is he gets all this credit that he's this great coach. He's right. a good coach. I, I think and, and I got to yeah. tell you, there's a bunch of guys. Brian Leftwich is a good coach. And Tom Brady's making him be a hot commodity. And they still I, haven't I, hired his ass. Right. And, and that's the thing. Like, a lot of these it assistant coaches. to do with black people. Look, a lot of these assistant coaches get pumped up because of, of who they have. I mean, look, I mean, we've seen this forever, and this this isn't even – I'm not even putting this with, with the, the black-white situation that we're talking about, but how many guys got hired out of New England just because they worked for Bill Belichick? You know, Belichick got those guys' jobs All of, them. of how good he is. Look at another guy who might get hired now, Dable. If Josh Allen didn't turn into a freak, would anybody be looking to hire Brian Dable right now? No, no. Sometimes a player remember, uh, gets a gets a coach a job. I mean, it is what it is. Do you remember the tree that uh, Holmgren left behind? I mean, it was like oh. the, it was like a big sir oak. Yeah. I mean, every guy that ever met him got a job as a head coach. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I mean, any, any guy that walked in the same room with him got a head coaching job because they all think he's the spawn of he's you know the he's the seed. Right, he's the he's the carrier. Has, he's the hasn't seed. gone hasn't gone as well for guys that <laughs> got hired out of the Belichick tree. That's for sure. I None mean, it's unbelievable. None of them. <laughs> I mean, look at him. I mean, it's true. I have no idea. Like you know, you have no idea what the like the sounds I'm dealing with in my head. I, I know. I was, I was. I was. I was. I was. Are you hearing it? it? Yeah, well, I was going mean, to ask you just... if you had anything close to the to the microphone or anything like that. So. Oh, of course I have something close to the microphone. My my phone. I mean, I, I look at scores and betting. I mean, all I care about is in-game betting and, and score. I'm not, I'm not like, throwing my phone out so I can sit here uh, and talk on a microphone. I'm going to start losing my temper. The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Meet Stacy. Stacy's on the hunt for a new pair of trendy glasses. Call me picky, but I just can't find the one. Luckily for Stacy, Walmart Vision has virtual try on. 
Now she can try on hundreds of frames virtually, then upload her prescription and get new glasses delivered right to her door. Really? <laughs> yeah, really. Well, the hunt just took a turn for the better. Buy your next pair of glasses with virtual try-on from Walmart. Welcome to Easy Eye Care. Welcome to your Walmart. Restrictions apply. See walmart.com for details. All right, Carver, what did you think of uh, Dean Morton retiring uh, tonight in the NHL? Uh, I guess he's got a couple games left, but he did uh, the last uh, Islander-King game he'll ever do. Uh, or last Islander game, last King game he'll ever do. He's probably got a right. couple more games on the, on the docket, but that's it. His his careers uh, as a as a ref is ending. Uh, I've never actually, frankly, I've never seen that before. They literally both teams went through a hug and handshake line for him. First the Islanders, every every player to a man, and then the Islanders uh, did it, and the and the Kings stood around on ice waiting. For them to get through, like they were at a high school basketball game where everyone shakes hands, then they went down the the line and and every single L.A. King hugged a hugged a guy and shook his hand and had a little word for him. Uh, I've never seen that before. The respect that they showed this guy, uh, they must all really like him as a ref uh, and as uh, somebody that uh, they respect because I've never seen that before. Now. Like, I've been thrown out of 100 basketball games for abusive language and giving the refs the business. But uh, I haven't had a tech in, like, I don't know, three years. I stopped doing it. I stopped being an asshat on the basketball court. I think when I realized that I was um, old and that uh, my days of uh, dominating in a league game were over. Um, I play with players that are better than me, and um, I can still score with the best of them. I can shoot and score with with the best of them from anywhere, but I can't run, and I can't uh, laterally defend like I could uh, 10, 15 years ago for sure. Like it's a it's a glaring problem. I just don't defend. <laughs> I just I just don't defend. All I do is I stand in the lane in the blow block, and if you come in, uh, I'm going to uh, either foul you or hurt you or block your shot. I'm 6'4", so uh, it's one or the other. It's one of three options. You're either going right. to get rejected, fouled, or flagrantly fouled. I do not give up easy baskets to anyone. You come in and you think you're going to have self, you know, uh, valet parking. It's self-parking at this lot and you leave and you might not have a car when you come back from the game. Uh, and all I know is uh, I stopped being a D to refs like three years ago. And I stopped arguing, uh, with other players or talking S to other players, right. Talking, you know, smack talking art, you know, getting into any, you know, Arguments on the court with other players uh, from the other team. You know, you barely know them to begin with, or even if you do know them. And I just found that when I went to a place of um, kind of inner peace with right. who I am now, I'm 56, halfway to 57, and I'm uh, I'm able to play still, which is a blessing. I'm still good, but I'm not great. 
You know, and I uh, like if I play on a Saturday or Sunday, literally I can score a thousand points and no one can stop me from scoring from anywhere. I I literally can play with people I don't even know and I can get the bill and I can just start dropping bombs from everywhere. But in a league game, in a in a sanctioned game with referees, three refs, uh, stats, scoreboard operators, shot clocks, all the rest. I am not the same player. I'm just I don't matter. I don't matter anymore. I used to average 15 a night, every night, and that's hard to do in any league. In the NBA, it's hard to do. Take a look at how many guys do it. Uh, it's few and far between. And, that, and now, like last night, I had two points, and um, I had a beautiful chance for a finger roll on a on a no look pass under the basket. And I tried to do a, do a reverse finger roll, and I missed it. It rolled off the rim. I told you last night or today on the show, but I it just I know now that I I just I know I don't matter, and I know that um, I just any minutes I get are just uh, I'm, I'm trying to spell somebody, give somebody a break. I go hard for three or four minutes. I can score. I can dish. I can block shots. I can foul. I can do whatever you want. I can um, I can do anything. I just don't do it uh, at a at a speed that I once did. And what happened was Carver High is that I became a better person because of it. Like now I get along with everyone on both teams. I don't argue with anybody. I don't argue with refs. I don't get texts. I just realized one day I don't matter anymore. So no one's going to listen to me anyway. And there's no reason to fight some old man when you're 25, 30 years old. And this kid's like looking at me and I'm like, I could be his dad. They just don't, they, they don't want to fight you. They're like, Man, if I'm playing when I'm your age, it'll be a miracle. I hear that all the time. Uh, but I'm still really good, and they know it, that I can score on anyone. But I I choose not to anymore. I, I'd rather make a great pass. I'd rather win. I'd rather go in and spell somebody for four minutes. I'd rather not get in an argument. I'd rather not get in a fight. I'd rather not get tacked up. And I just have found inner peace from it. So my point being is that the ref, I couldn't believe tonight where I saw two teams, two NHL teams, lining up for 10 minutes, shaking this guy's hand and giving him hugs and talking to him in his ear about how much they respected him and liked him. I couldn't even believe what I saw. No, it it was a great moment afterwards. uh, And they actually had, uh, you know, ESPN's got a, uh, I guess a ref analyst, you know, kind of like the, he's like the Pereira of of, uh, of ESPN for NHL. Dave Jackson, he's the guy that uh, the old ref from the NHL. So he's like their rules guy. So they brought him in when they were showing it on the screen, and they asked him, "Have you ever seen this before?" And of course, Dave immediately, you know, well, yeah, you know, they did it for me. Uh, you know, I got a couple guys who you know shook my hand and, and gave me a hug. So sure, Dave. So Dave got the send off, but you don't see it often, Scotty. And I think the reason why is just like in any walk of life or any job or, you know, there's some guys who are probably really great stand up guys, call the game the right way. You know, both sides feel that he's fair. And then you've got some guys who are D's and make it a show about them. And this is in all sports, not just the NHL. Like in baseball, we know that there's several umpires who think the game's about them. And those guys are D's. And there's probably a lot of umpires that we don't know their names because they're they don't make it about them, who the players respect. And I feel that's probably the way in the NHL, too. you got a guy like Morton tonight who's been around a long time. He's going out, and the players you know, look at him and they say, he always calls a fair game. And that's why he gets the respect he did tonight. 
I think it's great. And uh, I have to tell you, I'm not even kidding you. I don't want this to be about me, but it made my life so much better that, like, I can't even tell you because I really was an asshat. And uh, oh, you used I was to like, be, I mean, three or four years ago, five years ago, you were, you'd be coming in to do the show at night. You know, I, I screamed at the ref. I got TA. I got thrown out of this. I got decked up with this, you know, because you gave the refs a business. I got in fights. I got tacked up, double thrown out of games 25 times. I mean, 25 times. Every time I got uh, a bad call on against me, I got tacked up because I always just told him what I thought of him. And I was like, I, you know, you suck so bad that like, and then I dropped like some porno reference about their wife or something. And I just would do them. And it, I mean, I just, and, and when I did them, everyone in the gym started laughing and making fun of them because like they all started laughing because I was so good at it. I'm so good at insulting people that it's really not a quality to admire, but I was really good. at. I can hurt your feelings in, in less than five seconds. And, um, you know, like last night we were in the game and um, th- this we have this guy on my team, Coco. He's a monster. He's 6'8", 260. I mean, the guy's an absolute monster. And every time he gets the ball, he gets fouled. There's only one way to guard him, and that's to foul him. He's an absolute monster. He's Zion Williamson in a league full of, you know, guys that aren't. And... The league I'm in is is good. It's a good league. You can't deny it. It's a really good league. There's a lot of great players, and um, no one can stop him. And he gets fouled and hammered and hammered and hacked and broken nose and everything, and he still scores 30 a game. So last night he was just getting mauled by this team, mauled. Like their game plan going in was we're gonna every time he touches the ball we're gonna break his arm. And uh, we're going to smack him in the face and arm, ears, everything. They're just, we're just going to take his head off. And so at one point, um, because I know the refs really well. They all know me. And at one point, and, and we were losing by 10, and he got fouled on a, on, a, a, on a pick and roll. And he got the ball, and he went up and dunked it with, like, he went in, like, absolutely like Zion Williamson. And he, and he took the ball, and he went over his head with a full over-the-head tomahawk Double fisted thunder dunk. And then when the cop, when the, I call him a cop, when the ref was coming down the floor, I yelled to him because I know him. I said, Hey, Mike, does that count? Like, that, does that basket count? Because I mean, like, I didn't know if, like, do dunks count anymore? And he looked at me and started laughing because, like, that's all I'll say now, stuff like that. I go, Hey, wait, is that, is that like an and one where the guy has his arm cut off and he still dunk it? And gets, you know, it was like the entire body ravaged, like with a chainsaw. <laughs> and I'll yell, do they still have the uh, the and one foul thingy in the, in basketball? I'll yell that from the sideline. And everyone starts laughing. But uh, I used to just be ruthless, man. I was Bob Knight. I mean, I just came right out with it. F-bomb, C-S. You know, I'm not talking about roosters either. I mean, I, I dropped it all. I'm like, you are a you are a rooster sucker. <laughs> one night I got kicked out and I I got thrown out of the gym and I ran toward the exit door and I did a full Karate Kid flying straight right leg kick into a glass door. And if that door would have broken into a hundred thousand million pieces of glass, I would have been sued. 
Yeah. But it didn't break. I, it, I just kicked it open with like a full karate kick. And, and the whole place got silent like a gun went off when I kicked the door. And everyone was like, what is wrong with him? And I'm like, and, and I didn't even stop to look back. I just knew that the whole place went dead silent when I did it. Like the game was going on. All of a sudden I kicked the door. And when I did it, it smashed like a gun went off at, you know, in Dallas in the 60s. <laughs> Like your boy JFK, I mean, it went off and the whole the whole place shut down. And I, the, you know, and then over time, uh, I came to the realization that I was a D on my own. No one, I, they all knew I was. My teammates, the league, the refs, the commissioner, which uh, at the time, you know, they all knew that I was a problem. And then. I, I came to the realization that I was a problem, and I stopped. I just convinced myself that I had to change. I have to stop mentally. Uh, it's so mentally draining on you to be that guy, to be that guy on the team that all he does is complain and argue and get in fights and screaming and yelling at other players, uh, refs, getting into that mo You know what it does? This guy convinced me one day. He did say to me, he goes, it's just taken away from how good you are. You're a great scorer, and you can score from anywhere, and all you ever do is argue and fight and, and scream at the refs. Why don't you just play basketball and score? And then that's what I did. I just stopped doing it, and I it became so much more wonderful for me uh, as an experience to stop doing it. Like, it's like a, a rebirth of my career that I don't do it anymore. I don't get involved in that stuff anymore at all. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love, all at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Meet Stacy. Stacy's on the hunt for a new pair of trendy glasses. Call me picky, but I just can't find the one. Luckily for Stacy, Walmart Vision has virtual try-on. Now she can try on hundreds of frames virtually, then upload her prescription and get new glasses delivered right to her door. Really? <laughs> yeah, really. Well, the hunt just took a turn for the better. Buy your next pair of glasses with virtual try-on from Walmart. Welcome to Easy Eye Care. Welcome to your Walmart. Restrictions apply. See walmart.com for details. Uh, Carver High, what do you think of my uh, bet that I got going tonight with my buddy for Otto Porter Jr.? Uh, just overall, I mean, like, you know, I, t I told you exactly what, what it's worth, and I'll, I'll say it on the air, too. But what do you think of it? Oh, I like it. I, I prefer to play uh, three-point props as opposed to even betting on the actual games in the NBA now because... It's just impossible. You never know who cares, who doesn't care. But I know that guys who are playing want to hit threes. That I know. So we got him at uh, two threes, 25,000 at plus 120. 
Yeah, twenty five thousand as in dollars. <laughs> How do you like that bet? I'm just listen, he's in the game right now. I'll literally pull my pants down right now in this studio. I will pull my pants down if this guy hits a three right now in this next sequence of, of uh possessions. I, I need I need Otto Porter. He's already one for one from downtown. If he hits a three, I'm it's you know, thirty large. I'm literally, honestly, I, I may not, I may get off, I, I may jump off the air and not even come back. I may just run down my street naked. I mean, I, I, I literally, I might. You know there's potential for that when you're talking about that much money. I get, I, as you know, um, I get crazy if I hit bets like that. But I'm talking about getting a piece of it. I'm getting a piece of that. So, I'm in on it. I'm in on it with him, but I'm not on the heavy end. Believe me, you. I'm not on the heavy end, but I am on. I mean, I am on. You know, a cut of that, and a cut of that could be large, like three large. I'm all for it, Carver High. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Meet Stacy. Stacy's on the hunt for a new pair of trendy glasses. Call me picky, but I just can't find the one. Luckily for Stacy, Walmart Vision has virtual try-on. Now she can try on hundreds of frames virtually, then upload her prescription and get new glasses delivered right to her door. Really? <laughs> yeah, really. Well, the hunt just took a turn for the better. Buy your next pair of glasses with virtual try-on from Walmart. Welcome to Easy Eye Care. Welcome to your Walmart. Restrictions apply. See walmart.com for details.